Welcome to the Capgemini Oracle Cloud Podcast Series. Oracle entered the cloud market in 2012 and is expanding now heavily in all three main cloud areas, software as a service, platform as a service, and infrastructure as a service, also known as SaaS, PaaS, and IaaS. In this series, we will walk through the different cloud products, how SaaS and PaaS can be combined together, and discuss their uses in projects. My name is Leon Smears, I'm a solution architect within Capgemini and Oracle Ace. In this podcast, we'd like to introduce the Oracle Process Cloud to a wider audience. The Oracle Process Cloud is part of the Oracle Pass Cloud offering and is focused at delivering processes in the cloud. Jeroen van Essen, our Capgemini VPM specialist, will give us insight in this brand new product. We start this podcast with five questions around the Oracle Process Cloud product, after which we will elaborate on the product. Jeroen, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, Leon. Thank you. Uh, well, um, I'm working at Capgemini for four years now, and uh, yeah, I've, uh, over the last year, I've uh, got a lot of experience in Process Cloud, and yeah, I would love to answer your questions. Thank you. Okay, let's start with the five questions about. Uh, Jeroen, uh, first question, what is the process cloud and how does it differ from on, uh, traditional on-premise BPM? Uh, well, yeah, process cloud is the, well, the new uh, BPM product of, uh, of Oracle, which is uh, really cloud-based. Cloud uh, the difference between the PCS and the traditional on-premise BPM is that PCS is more focused on the business and on the front-end uh, development. Uh, it also... Uh, supports agile development it has really increased uh, development speed because it has reduced complexity and yeah um, it also allows you to show the business uh, what you just built and you, that way you can really tweak your processes as you build them so you can uh, really comply better with uh, the requirements from the business and another difference is that yeah PCS has a new pricing model which is uh, based on the amount of users uh, we use the, the application instead of the uh, traditional amount of CPUs which we used on uh, the in, uh, on-premise BPM. Okay, thank you, Rune. That's a very clear answer. Um, when we look at typical use cases for uh, PCS, what do you anticipate, what do you think of? Mm, well, um, overall, there are uh, four typical use cases for PCS. Um, to start with, uh, you can use PCS on top of your current ERP applications, whether they are in the cloud or, or on-premise. Um, yeah, these uh, ERP systems used to have uh, yeah, long cycles to create uh, new functionality around them, and they were yeah, not always, uh, yeah, I sort of say it, not always... Uh, made to, to do a lot of customization and yeah PCS is really about uh, building custom processes around uh, ERP and other applications so yeah it also reduces the complexity of your current ERP applications and yeah that's uh, one use case um, another one is to extend SaaS which uh, yeah it's kind of the same but because uh, SaaS applications yeah the, these are standard products and yeah, which you can only configure and yeah, not really extend uh, the way you want to use it. And if you want to um, build processes around it or some extra functionalities, yeah, that's one case for PCS. Another one is to automate uh, yeah, form-driven processes. Um, we all know that yeah, 
the Excel sheets flying around in an organization and yeah, you're not really able to manage those things and yeah, automating these uh, process flows, uh, moving away from Excel and into the process cloud allows you to manage those processes and to, yeah, where possible, where possible automate them. And uh, well, the last typical use case for PCS is uh, mobile enablement. Um, a lot of companies uh, have people who work in the field uh, are client-facing and yeah, supporting those people with the right information and uh, letting letting them uh, have the the right information at the right time and uh, helping them in helping the client also yeah really improves the the way of working. Okay, that was a real extensive uh, explanation of the use cases. Thank you very much. Uh, could you elaborate a little bit further what the functionality is contained within the Process Cloud? Mm, well, when looking at Process Cloud uh, business-wise, when focusing on users, there are you can, uh, yeah, there are four different users. Uh, obviously, end users who, uh, yeah, who use uh, who use PCS to execute processes. Also, developers who create the processes. Mm, there's also the process owners who monitor processes and look for bottlenecks and where uh, process improvements can be made. And of course, the administrators who create users and manage the application. Um, yeah, this, these are this kind of for the user base and. When looking at uh, the application itself, you can um, see there's a workspace and a composer. In the workspace, well, it's mainly for the end users, the process owners, and the administrators. Yeah, they, uh, they you can uh, start processes, execute them, and uh, manage the application. And for developers, you have the composer part, in which you can uh, create processes, forms, business rules, and yeah, web services and all the data you have in your application. Okay. Uh, does the Process Cloud also offer uh, pre-configured processes such as templates? Oh uh, yeah, PCI, nice question. Um, uh, when you start creating a process in Process Cloud, uh, you can pick between different uh, templates. Uh, one of those templates is an approval flow. Uh, yeah, if you start out with, with this one, uh, a user can uh, submit his expenses and then uh, when he submits them a manager can say yeah those are expenses are correct or he can send them uh, back to the to the employee so he can submit them again it's uh, yeah quite a good case to to start with and it really accelerates uh, the way you create a process because yeah from the, from the beginning you can actually uh, sit down with a business user who wants to automate his, uh, his process and then uh, yeah, see results quickly. Okay, uh, talking about process acceleration, uh, could you tell me a bit about the speed of development with Process Cloud? Well, yeah, the, the, as you uh, develop everything in the cloud, it's uh, really an agile environment in which you uh, can actually create everything. Uh, well, when looking at traditional on-premise uh, BPM implementations, uh, often it was quite complex because you used a lot of different technologies for the screens, for the processes, for the integration part. And yeah, in PCS, all these things are included. So yeah, actually one, one developer can do the job and if there are a lot of tasks, the, these developers can work together to complete them. So yeah, this really uh, accelerates uh, the development. Okay. Um, 
Thank you very much. That concludes our five questions about. Now we come to the next, next part of the podcast where Jeroen will tell us some stories about real-life projects. Jeroen, did you already do some projects with uh, uh, the Process Cloud? Yeah, we already did several projects. Uh, well, I think uh, we can uh, take the, the Carly's uh, project I did uh, as an example. Because, yeah, it's a nice example of how uh, different past products of Oracle can be combined. Uh, next to the uh, PCS, we also use the Integration Cloud. Uh, to communicate uh, between uh, the different cloud solutions and we used uh, Java Cloud to uh, create services to put data in the database which was actually the database cloud and we also used uh, mobile cloud and uh, we also used the API and the new API management uh, solution. Okay, and what challenges did you face with your team when combining? I can imagine uh, you, you, you mentioned just a whole list, a, a long list of, of, of cloud solutions. What were the, the challenges that you faced in that? Uh, in, in that uh, yeah, in that, in yeah, yeah, well, obviously, obviously uh, yes, these are all new products, uh, yeah, new technology for a lot of people. So we first, yeah, we're really investigating on what can each, pro- each of those products uh, mean for the Carly's application. And yeah, it was uh, really getting used to working with these uh, kind of cloud solutions. Okay, I can imagine that doing a, a project in the cloud is, is something different than you do normally uh, on-premise. Uh, did you use some specific project methodology? Uh, well, uh, we all had a lot of experience in previous projects and projects with uh, Agile. So we also used Agile in this project. And as we were with uh, a lot of uh, enthusiastic people who wanted to work on this project, we were we really divided uh, the t- into several teams. Uh, each team had a different uh, uh, past product which they focused on. So uh, that's how we divided the work. So you can say all in all that uh, mm. cloud and agile is just a very good combination together. Mm. Yeah, what you see in, uh, in the agile, uh, no, in the in the with past products, uh, development uh, really became a lot easier. So it's also really easy to work as a senior and a junior together because everybody can actually do the same work because the complexity complexity is uh, a lot lower. So if you're more senior, you will develop faster, but you can almost always build the same stuff. <coughs> okay. Uh, one of the things that, that interests me also is that when you look at the, uh, um, the, 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 the whole past product catalog is, is, is quite new, so we need to train a lot of developers. Um, how long does it take to, to, to train your developers? Well, on this project, yeah, most of the things we did were actually new for everybody. And yeah, you could really see that yeah, in two, three weeks, not even full time for most people. Yeah, everybody was uh, up and running. Yeah. Because yeah, they already had some experience in the on-premise products. And yeah, those, those the knowledge you have on-premise, you can really use uh, in the cloud. And yeah, even the guys who didn't have much on-premise knowledge, they they could also uh, get up to speed uh, really quickly. Yeah, I even heard that some of the developers are creating their own trainings for the the new developers. So it's uh, it's train the trainers and train the trainers. Uh. Yeah, it's uh, really nice, and it really speeds up uh, the whole educating everybody in the in the past projects. And yeah, it's really nice to see that uh, even junior guys uh, set up training courses uh, to teach others. 
Okay, this this Lisa app application is is it already finished or is it work in progress? Um, what well, what stage are you in? <clears throat> yeah, we uh, we st- we started out with a, a team of fifteen people, um, but they also do other projects at the same time. So we're uh, we transferred uh, yeah the project to our uh, Capgemini Innovation Lab. It's a uh, a real place where uh, you know where, where people can learn uh, new things, do new things, and yeah to. Uh, to, uh, in order to be able to apply those uh, yeah, all innovative stuff uh, to our clients afterwards. Okay, that sounds very good. Well, thank you very much for this very uh, informative uh, story and uh, keep up the good work, uh, as we can say. And that concludes our uh, our podcast for today. Okay, thank you. <laughs>